He ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. Folks, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foresight. It's your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wills. And it's currently November 3rd, 2018. And this is episode 58. Hooray for us. Hope all is well with you guys, man. Retweet a good luck this. And wearing the silky. You don't see this often. Yes, I'm feeling yeah. that way right now. <laughs> I'm feeling that way right now. Episode 58, once again, of the Foresight Podcast. First things first, man, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram and Twitter under the same name, Foresight Pod. Give us an honest review, subscribe, like, do all of those things from your very kind heart. But first things first, as usual, Wills, what is the good word, my brother? I'm just chilling, bro. I'm chilling, you know. Living. Yeah, styling, profiling. I was feeling a little happy when I was reaching the I was feeling a little um, under the weather. I started feeling a little better. I don't know if you can see my mouth. I'm off myself. I started feeling a little better. Yeah. With my boy Harden. Well, I call him Flack. OVO Flack. Yeah, right now. Well, when Flack was playing uh, that pistol on my side, this Oh, yeah, that Wayne. That Wayne. Cheap I kind of made my headache go away. Swag of that. So, <laughs> I'm feeling good. You feel I'm feeling great. great. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Hey, Wills and I was having a combo before the show started about uh, obviously you listening to us. You know that we're from New York. Um, New York. Yep. We live in apartments and things of that nature. Something that I don't know some folks on Twitter may have tweeted about. And right now, you can make it hit. You can make it anywhere. Super facts, B. <coughs> Word of my moms. But yeah. Welcome to New York. Shout out to Kyrie. And he's like, uh, 
he was like, yo, I feel like, um, what did he say? He said something about some gay shit. He was like, I feel like I'm having menopause right now. Jesus and me and Johnny was like, nigga, what? Like, you a old girl right now? Well, he's like, nah, it's just, I feel like I'm having hot flashes and I'm cold because you got the AC on, but the heat is just yeah. bumping. I'm like, bro, I know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's wild, man. I hate that because it's so uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, I hate it. And then it's like, like, this, like this morning I turned my AC off because I'm like, damn, it's kind of cold. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, 20 minutes in, I'm sweating. Like, yeah. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. So what you gonna live with? What you gonna live with? If I'm sweating more in my crib than, than from when I work out, that's a serious problem. Yeah. That shouldn't be happening. But speaking of working out, I want to talk to my uh, to my to my fellow hoopers out there. You know, folks who are like me, who uh, you know, you have that right man with the game where you you fall in and out of love with it. You know, sometimes you hoop, sometimes you don't. And, and, and anybody that's like hoop knows what I'm talking about with regards to like those stretches where you go hoop all the time to suddenly go through several weeks, months, maybe even years where it's like, damn, like I'm not playing ball anymore. Folks, this is not one of those times for me. Your boy's back, looking like MJ, wearing a four or five. I ain't here to play games with you. It's to aim at you. Wells, I've been balling again, oh, and it bad. feels great. You back back. I'm back back. I feel great. Been playing in the city after work. You know what I mean? Been playing in some exclusive spots. People hitting me up like, oh, where that? Can't give you all the details, brother. Because this is, this, is, this is me. It's my time. Sure. It's exclusive. Yeah. yeah, I go to the New York Sports Club, play against them 20 other, 30 other people. And those runs, that's really like an all-star game because that's just how they play. You try to mess with them young bulls going up and down the court. We play a step neck and white plains high. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm playing grown competition. Mm. That's how we rock. I also want to shout out, shout out to the early birds. Yeah, across Yep. I also want to shout out the early birds at New York Sports Club for them Saturday morning runs. They be having these crazy Saturday morning runs at like 7 a.m. These cats are like 40-something, 50-something. But hey, they'll give you buckets though. You know it's serious. You gotta switch at 8, gotta walk, getting tired, knees are buckling, you know what I mean? But it'd be some good runs. Shout out to Montreal, man. He'd be up there working out, man. Busting ass up there. But yeah, I've been back. I've been back. I'm giving out uh, free smoke. Each and everybody. New shoes coming, by the way. I got this oh, old basketball kicks. This ain't game no more, B. You know what I like? Those new LeBrons. The bronze look nice. The 16s? Yeah, fire. My boy Q just got a pair. Shout out to Q. Yeah, Q. I think Q right now is in uh, Chicago. Chicago. In the shop. He might be or he might not be. Q's the type to go on vacation. Yeah, he right? Post the pictures when he comes back. Like, yeah, he right? He won't post them while he's on vacation. I mean, that is true. When he goes home. After his whole vacation, then I start posting. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you, oh, you're having such a good time, but he's like, mm-hmm. look at home. Yeah, he already had the good time. <laughs> we'll mess around and run into him on the app. Like, yeah, like I could probably see him right now. Like, like bro, bro, I just ran into this. I just, I just watched this story last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro, I went last week, but you know, I just don't post it. I post when I come home. Like, right. right. And he always holds it down with the Drake quotables and the captions. I see, like, I see. He's my dude. Way, way to keep the word alive about the, about the group. 
piece of what is really our main premise for the show today. Friday, well, really Thursday night, but Thursday night was a great night for all music fans because that's when you get a whole bunch of new music. Yes. You get an album. You get an album. You get an album. You get an album. That's my Oprah Winfrey impersonation. Yeah, I see. That's how you know. Yeah, young Oprah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know, I might get like a chance for like a week now. I don't know why. Even when I was watching Evolution, I was yep. keep like, yep. when we posted Tory Wilson, mm-hmm. I kept saying Tory Wilson, Tory, Tory Wilson. <laughs> like, we was watching it, me and me driving in the city, we watching it. And, like, when she came out, I just kept saying it. Like, throughout the show, even when she wasn't on TV, I just ran into like, Tory Wilson, Tory, Tory Wilson. <laughs> and we, we actually wanted to touch on wrestling at some point in the show because I got some I got some major beef right now. We gonna have to talk, man. Yeah, that's a good I'm gonna say the Triple H. Nah, I was about to stick up for him. I was about to stick up for him. My, my, my dude is injured. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm saying it. I'm gonna say it. Back into the new music. Back into the music. Thursday night was a great night. It's the night that I think as music fans we love looking forward to like new music always great. But we always had the match where it's like, oh, word, like we got new songs and stuff. Like, no, we got full bodies of work and we got new projects from Takeoff, Jay Critch, yeah. Moneybag Yo, Swiss Beats, Metro yeah. Boomin', Vince Staples. Those guys, among a couple others, released full bodies of work. And, and let me tell you this my top two projects from that cycle of music so far. Number two is gonna be Takeoff's The Last Rocket. Okay. And number one, and what could be considered a surprising development here, will be Jay Critch's hood favorite. Hood mm. Fay! Jay Critch. Shout out to Jay Critch. Jay Critch delivered. Good brother. Bro. That's he my guy. I've been for a minute. I was happy to become a bigger Jay Critch fan. I'm glad you are, New York. If you if you don't like Jay Critch, you can't be from New York. What a project! Oh my God! Okay. What a freaking project, man! Yeah, I'm not even going front. That's my dude. Like I love him, but I didn't even really get into the project. I told you that before we started. Um, because when I did go to listen to it, Brantley had texted me and was like, "Yo." Everybody talking about this Metro joint. I couldn't even finish taking oh, it. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, I'm like, is that fire? So I go, listen, Metro joint is fire. So and before I toss this to you, let me say as well, and this is off the top of my head, I got to salute Jay Critch, I got to salute Takeoff, I got to salute Vince, because all of them dudes dropped projects that pretty much had like an average of 12 records, but the length time was like no longer than yeah, thank it was great. God, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, thank God, because I was very busy Thursday and more so Friday. So when I'm looking at these projects, and I see, okay, 38 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, perfect. I can listen to this whole project during my commute to whatever spot I got to go to next. I was so happy. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, <laughs> oh, thank God. So I, was like, I really wanted to get through these, uh, through these projects. And so it was funny was Bradley, what Bradley said last week resonated with me, even though he was joking. 
because we was talking about the new music. So Brantley started spewing out a whole bunch of projects that neither of us had listened to. Yeah. So he was like, and Brantley was joking. He was like, "Hi, y'all, host the podcast, and now you're on all this new music." And for I was laughing. I was like, "Yeah, you should try." <laughs> I was like, "I can get back on." Like he he be telling me about certain music, and it just like, yeah, I don't listen to that person, so I'm not gonna listen to his album. Like Ben Staples. Mm-hmm. Like, I love his interviews, but I don't listen to his music. So like he he sent me a song, and I'm like, is it good? Because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to click on it because it's like I just don't like nothing against him. Like, yeah, you just don't check his music. I said that like just like everybody talks about logic. I still yeah. haven't like went and even check. I just don't. Care. That's what I said last week. Sorry, folks, something in my eye. But that's what I said last week about freaking uh the Shot Glizzy project. Ain't nothing against Shot Glizzy. It's just I haven't rushed to check it out. I haven't gone, oh, let me type in Shot Glizzy on my Apple Music. But uh, Wills, how are you feeling about the projects you've heard over the last forty eight hours or so? Um, I like I like Take Old Joint. Um, I feel like the first half was okay, but I feel like he really hit in the second half. Yeah, he he took off in the second half. Point intended. My last. I mean, the last three songs are actually like probably my favorite on the album. Uh, I gotta get close to you, baby. Uh, when I heard that, I'm like, yo, am I still listening to Table? I love that. Like, that was so far. Smoke a fucking pillow and let me bring it in the city. Missy so much, I get the name Teddy. Yo, it was fire. It was fire. It was fire. What else? And then, man, honestly, I told you, after, like, I got to Metro, I haven't really listened to anybody. I keep listening to Metro. I keep bringing, um, a few songs back. Like, I'm in love with the 10 Freaky Girls. Yeah. It's my favorite song I've ever written now. Like, well, we should be drinking all the brandy straight up. <laughs> what do you say? Something like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and somebody on Twitter said like why take off sound I know why twenty one sound as if uh he's talking low on the phone. He's supposed to be on the phone. <laughs> nah but um yeah like I really like Metro's project. Um that Tim Freaky Girls is like my favorite song right now. Borrow Love with Sway Lee yeah. and Wiz yeah, yeah, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, lesbian, young Falcon, um gonna yeah. <laughs> he sounded extremely hurt. Uh, Space Cadet, I think it was what it got. Yeah, that's got on there too. Yeah, it's fine. A lot of Travis features on there. Yeah, Travis is on there heavy. But I don't like people using Travis. Like, I feel like people, well, I can't say that about Metro, but like a lot of new people is like, just like hopping on the Travis wave, and it's kind of annoying. Like, random. Work random. Yeah, that's why I'm happy you said that, because that's what I was thinking too. Like, I don't want Travis to be in a position where. He gets tired. Oh, you know? You don't want Travis to be like the Migos. No, not at all. Travis is just, he's on his own. Like, he's just way different. I heard the Migos is Walsh. Nah, I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not But I just feel like, I feel like they need to take a hiatus. Hiatus? Like, Metro did. They come back with Coach 3 apparently at the top of the new year. Yeah, it's too much because we're about to get offset probably in December. Yeah. And then Coach 3 in January. Quavo with that video clip we posted. Drake. We I don't, don't think that. I, I hope Drake says no, or like just be like, "Yo, can we chill?" Because like y'all put it out too much. Yeah, and because um, I'm supposed to have a project with Take Keith, <laughs> my fans been pushing for. Mm-hmm. We want to take Keith. Yeah, do take Drake and Take Keith. Mm-hmm. We want 
team keeps is keep on messing all these people up. And it felt like every time that beast slide, he just punched people in the face. Take it! We'll do all that, man. You, yeah, me, you gotta relax, man. Like, like it's like, god damn, bro. Like, it's not bad, but it's like. But you do run the risk of, you know what I mean, of just oversaturating the market. And it gets to a point, too, where, uh, and I've been doing a lot of reading lately, too. Salute to all the people that are readers out there. And I'm talking about, like, actual reading. Like, not just articles, not just tweets. I'm talking full-on reading. Uh, I've been reading 48 Laws of Power because I started on it a while ago, but I really want to finish it before I can, like, read any other book. And one of the laws in the 48 Laws of Power is the fact that, like, look, you got to know what it means to, like, simply fall back. And like have a presence, make people miss you. Because if people keep seeing you over and over, people won't take you for granted. Yeah. People won't take you for granted. That's like a lot of people always asking me, like, oh, why'd you stop with the Fargo Pride thing? I'm like, yo, I didn't want to like oversaturate. I mean, I kind of stopped a little too early. I feel like I could have went a little longer. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't want to like OD with it, and then it's like, y'all are tired of it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's how I felt. And I felt like, like if I come back with it now, it would be even better. Part of it too is also like, I don't even take like what we, what we have with the podcast. Like probably for like our first year to two years, we recorded enough, but we always had like two weeks in between episodes or whatever. So it's like on one hand, there's a positive and negative. One hand, it gives us enough material to talk about. Yeah. Other hand, it's like you're not really having your presence felt. Yeah. Whereas for us now, for the last few months, we've been recording consistently. Mm-hmm. And for all that's a positive, people could also be like, well, you record too much. I think the reason why there's no negative with us, along with there's no negative if you're somebody that's constantly putting something out, there's no negative if you are constantly elevating your game. Yeah, and so, I feel like with us it's different because it's like we're a podcast. Yeah. It's not music. Like, it's That's true. Like, but people could look at us and be like, maybe you guys are getting too redundant, maybe talking the same things or not really pushing things forward. I hate that nigga Will's voice. Yeah. <laughs> like people, like, we've been pushing things forward. We've been elevated. We're at the perfect stage to where we want to be seen and heard everywhere. And that can be the same with whether it's with Farber Friday or really with any other artist. It's like, if you're going to be seen a lot, you just got to make sure that you're constantly in your best game. Because if not, you're going to have to learn how to chill. That was something I forget just with the Migos. That was a huge talk with, like, Drake as well. Because it felt like, it was like, bro, like, you really got to... I remember at one point, I was really saying, like, yo, Drake, you need to chill. Like... <laughs> Go away. Like, I'm gonna miss you, but you need to go uh, away. And I still hope he does that at some point. Yeah. I wanna say it's a bad, but it's not bad because I remember, like, my whole, like, bro, I'm still a big Weezy fan, but, like, when Weezy was ODing, I wasn't getting mad and I wasn't saying, like, he's oversaturated. Like, I was looking forward to, like, a yeah. new Weezy verse song or anything feature every week and he was delivering like that's key he's delivering it's elevation but if wheezy was bricking 
You'd have been like, hey, bro, relax. <laughs> chill, bro. Yeah, chill, relax. Like, for example, you know who I miss a lot? Oh. Rihanna. Yo, I was thinking about I miss Rihanna a lot. Like, it's like I remember, I'm get it. You, you are a cash cow when it comes to anything else. Get your ass back to the studio. <laughs> See, we miss you. <laughs> but, but that's what I kind of want from the Migos. Like, I love the Migos. You know, I've been yeah, yeah, up until day one of the podcast. But it's just like, now I feel like y'all are OD and it's like, even like a two-month break or something, even though I want it to be longer, but I'm like, yo, just like, give us a break, like, just chill and then come back and then, like, make us miss you. Like, I want to miss y'all. I'm like, and where the Migos at or whatever, it's like, now it's just like, oh, new Migos song or some shit, new Migos project. It's cool, but everything's not hitting, like. Part of it too is also, I think it was also a shift in the music industry from like a lot of the big artists. Like I remember I was talking to a good friend about this, even dating back to like two years ago, like an upcoming artist. And I'm like, while you out here being inconsistent with your releases and, and not understanding when to put it out, I'm like, you're not really understanding that like a lot of the big names now are dropping more frequently. Because it, it did used to be like that. like. A big name will release something, really go on about like a good year stretch, maybe year and a half maximum of promoting and doing stuff for a project. And then it's like, all right, I'm going ghost. So it would be like, I don't know, like, let's say, all right, 50 Cent, all right, I got the Massacre. Massacre comes out, 03. I push that, I do everything I got to do with that, tours, press runs, yada, yada, yada. Then it's gonna come a point where I'm gonna slow down a bit because I gotta get ready, and then what I'm getting ready for, the massacre. And then you reload again. That'll be like the equivalent of 50 giving us give her to God try, and then he gave us the G unit mixtapes, and then goes, here you go, here's the massacre. It's like, bro, look at how much you just gave. That'll be like Wayne at the Carter 3 peak, also going, yo, here's all the drop mixtapes. And between Card four, here's all the dedication mixtapes. It's like, bro, like, damn, man, like, why is this happening? Like, <laughs> why? And I, and, I, and I understand why. I want you to guess why. Why do you think I know this? Now I know it's like the whole streaming thing. Like, streams. Making that, like, yep. making money off of it is easy. Like, people don't even really have to buy your album. We just pay for your Apple Music and we could just stream your yep. like, album and you're getting paid for that. So it's just. I feel like that's the main reason. Like, Streaming. They're eating off that. Yep, and, and dudes just wanting their run. Yeah, and they want that money out. Yep. Dudes want the run, though. Like, the money in the stream is important, but it's like, dudes are really trying to make most of, like, this opportunity. So, I think I'll ask you this question. If you see all of these dudes being so... Uh, so aggressive in regards to how they release music and why, yada, yada, yada... Does it concern you that there may not be a lot of artists that will be long-term acts in rap right now or in the future? If so many dudes are going hard toward they're releasing two albums, three mixtapes in like a year? Not really. It concerns me personally. Honestly, I don't care. If it's, if it's not Wayne, I don't care. <laughs> Damn, bro. Uh, it's like that, son. If you hate a day, you go tomorrow. I don't care. Wayne's still here. I need you around. <laughs> I, if you made a song I like, 
Chingy gone, but I, I still go back and listen to some Chingy. Long live Chingy, man. I miss the legend. Yeah. What's the damn? I forgot. He had the record with the dude from Smart Guy. What he did? Oh, um, one call away. One call away. You ain't no me. Actually, yo, can you get that record up for me? I'm only one call away. You. I was shocked as hell that that dude could sing. And then I realized he he been knew how to sing since the smart guy. <laughs> it's a smart guy. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't even know he can sing like that, man. I said, golly. Yeah, golly. Yep, but uh, yeah, like, yeah. We'll call it away, man. But yeah, I just think I want more artists to like spread out their music, spread out their efforts. But yeah, folks, we got some classes right now. DTV. <laughs> How we do Talking He was coming in at number 4 on 106 in Park He was trying to eat in the beginning of that He was like, yeah. I'm only one call Yeah, I'm gonna have to make this record out going to set I'm gonna mess around with DJ, throw this on Coming in at number three on 106 at Park, Chingy featuring Jason Weaver, one call away. What? Chingy, man. Chingy, man. This one comes in. Chingy appreciation hour. <laughs> More like a minute. Yep. Hey. Call for 107. <laughs> Remember all them dances we did as a kid, man? Hold on, let me get another song. Let me see how I get some more. Yo, Apple Music, I got beef with y'all right now, bro. We'll say he got some beef with me. What's the beef, bro? Every album I'm adding is not having no cover art. What songs do you like? Bro, go, go to my library, just go to recent records. Look at the albums, all the albums that just came out. Yo, something going on. And I looked it up online, I restarted my phone, dude, they said, and all that. Nothing yeah, that worked. That's wild. They said when you uh, the update did that to a lot of people's phones. Like, what? I don't Bro, when I, when I got a post, <laughs> I have to go search the song as if I'm going to, like, like download it again, like when I was posting like takeover, <clears throat> I had to go to search or whatever and click the song because then like it will play dead. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean the, the music plays, but but it's just no cover art. There's no cover art. Like see how the Metro doing yeah. no cover art or whatever. But if I go, to yeah, you see dead, yeah, and I have to click it dead and then like play it here and then it will pop up. Like that's too much. Just like cover. I actually got one more song to play on my throwback set. Power four song. This is the power song in the mix, man. This for all y'all, man. We we got a little throwback hour, throwback hour. This is what you gotta do. Take some time for you to be in the shower, chill out, and relax. And remember this throwback. Oh shit. <laughs> I used to body this. <laughs> I was 13. 
teams. All that hand motion right here. Yeah, I replace. <laughs> Started doing that, going to the city, 
showing out, jumping in the cyphers, um, going to the parties, battling. How many of you would it be? Bro, we deep. I mean, when we first started, like, there were probably like five of us or whatever. Then probably my team got to probably like 15, 20, or whatever. That's but when we go out, like, it, we, even when we went to the city, we'd be like 10 deep, sometimes five at least or whatever. But it was, it was cool. We got our name up because when D. Cole came out with a song called The Cold Clap, it was basically like the clap that everybody did, but it was like faster. And yeah. D. Cole was basically shouting out all the teams, like basically all the teams that were lit. Uh, bro, at least like 100 teams, probably 50, 50 to 100 teams. Bro. All right, so how long was this song? Bro, probably like two, three minutes. Like, oh, yeah. And he's just saying team names, though. Like he's not saying, he's just saying, like, get jiggy. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like, like brotherhood, <laughs> brotherhood, brotherhood. Yeah, bro. What's good? <laughs> all right, so this is how we knew we got, we knew we really got a name up when that song came out. We were number three. Like, it was like Team Get Right. We were number three. Like, you guys were the first. The third team, team he said. I'm impressed. Yeah, actually, yeah, very that's impressed. what That's when we was like, oh, shit. Like, because, I mean, like, he didn't tell us, like, the song, like, he would just come out with songs. The song came out, cold clap. Bro, you hear the first two teams, we like, oh, shit, what's he going to say? I think we was three. We was like, oh, bro, we love that song. And then that's what basically, like, really, I mean, we already was getting our name up, but that's what, like, made us, like, really lit when it came to like this whole kid like that mm. whatever like we got these shit like you can look them up now too like I really don't want people looking up but I'll say it but we got these series I had started called We In The Hood where I had like mixed that's what I'm taking because I had mixed um I had mixed like our um our rapping yeah rapping skit like because I had a few boys that still rap or whatever and the whole get like thing so what I did was, uh, my boy Moly, he did the first one, cause we used, we used to make up our own chants. So we always danced like in our hood, like in the park and stuff. So we used to always be like, we in the hood, we in the hood, we in the hood. Yeah, this is so I'm trying to picture a young girl, we just you know, bro, bro, look, look it up. Look it up. Being the leader. Team Get Right, we in the hood, bro. We did four parts. The fourth one was a movie, but like, we my started. Man, out here looking like a young woman. Yeah, she should. I'm from you, movie, you got served. But yeah, bro, we, yeah. Started, we started that, and my boy, he would just rap over the beat. We, like, we would do the. Oh, yeah. And he would just spit like a freestyle. And this one I really get, because I was editing our um, dance video, so this one I was like, yo, I can do this music journey. So he spit over it. So the way I edit it is like, you see him spitting, but then after a while, like I just start showing old clips. Like I had so much video yeah. that I would show like old clips of us dancing, like while he's spitting. And after he would finish his verse, we just get into a big cypher or whatever. Like we in the hood, we in the hood. Or whatever, we did four parts, bro. The fourth one, we was, was kind of tough. I don't know. The fourth one was a movie, bro. We had teams, we had teams from the city come out here, uh, Michelle, everywhere, bro. Like it was just lit, and it was like an all day event. Like, cause I felt like that's when the way messages was lit and everything. Oh, so I'm like, yo, we gonna be in the hood part four today. So, so people was like hitting us, like, oh, yo, we pulling up, we pulling up. So it was like an all day event. Bro, my boy, it was a lot of time, last one. a lot of time party. <laughs> it was like Molly and my boy moved <laughs> and they spit or whatever and they killed it. And we're like, like when you watch this video, bro, we're like in the lobby. 
and like you just see them two spitting. You see like a few, you see like a lot of niggas, but not a lot. And they spitting and everybody's quiet, bro. After they finish, you never notice until you see them like finish and we're running out, bro. It was probably, it was probably like 60 people in the lobby of that building. And we just all run out and start making a beat. Just down that like, you know, you know, it's a big ass cypher. Everybody going like, yo, bro, it was fire. It was fire. When did you go on a cypher? I missed those days. Oh, um, you know, because we danced all day, so it was like I was just when I edited, I was putting mad clips from like during the day and at night, day, night. Like it was, I don't know. I remember, um, shout out to Ted, um, he was the first one to go in that one. Uh, we in the hood, the park four when we ran out, he was the first one. He just dumped hype. You just see him throw his book back down, everybody spread around, and he just started wild, like, uh, uh, uh. And then shout out to him, new hit shout out to him too because he did part two. And Tay is probably one of my best, like, like he's probably the best freestyle I've seen, like, per like in per. Like, yeah, I don't know who else. Yeah, Tay. Tay's like the best because I, I was about to say somebody else, but now I am freestyle. But yeah, Tay, like in person, say trash. Yeah, in person, I was guessing. Yeah, that like I was just about to say somebody else, but I thought about it. Tay, he the freestyle. He did part two, bro. He freestyled off the head, and he said like every team member's name and just freestyle. Like, and you could, if you go and listen to it, you can hear us in the background, like, cause he's starting to get people. So you hear him like shout, like you hear Brandon and people shouting out names. And he'll just freestyle like something about the person, like, and it was just lit, bro. It was lit. No, yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry for talking. No, 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 no. It was great. It was, <laughs> oh, this is definitely getting seen by the world. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> looking for Team Get Right, we in the hood. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to spell under different names. I'm going to nah, do it. Right. Team Get Right, we spell it. I'm doing it. We spell it right. It's going to come up, bro. That was the page I told you. I think we had like 300 subscribers today. Oh, we're doing it. At this, at this secret thing we're working on, we may have to uh, <laughs> a cipher for old time's sake. Yeah, <laughs> just go like, about it. Me and Brandon was watching um, videos today because he called me in a comment, so he's like watching videos on his Instagram. He's like, damn, this is bringing back memories, bro. I was like, damn. And then we just saw like Kid the Wiz um, get like ten, him and his team get ten thousand each from Ellen for like doing the dances on the like train. So she had them come to the sh she had them come to her show, and she gave them ten bands each because he be doing like hat shirts. Yeah. So she oh, yeah, brought out like a big ass hat. Yep. Like a huge hat, and it had just one stack of ten bands. She's like, no, we gotta fill it up. She kept calling her assistant, bring another one, bring another ten bands. Then she counted. She's like, wait, it's ten of y'all, right? Bring a bring a hundred, bring a ten. She's like, bring ten grand for each of them or whatever. And he just came out with all the money. And, and me and Brent, me and Brentley watching, he's like, damn. We never would have stopped. That could have been us. <laughs> Another ten man. Oh, y'all would dance the whole show. Huh? Shit's <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, that shit took a toll on my body, my knees. I ain't saying. I ain't just saying. That's why. Why you say with that so much graffiti in your voice? That's why. That's why your boy Will's never did the uproar challenge. Oh. A lot of people was like, oh, like oh, I'm surprised you didn't do it, knowing that you got light and it's Wayne. You love Wayne. Honestly, I was gonna do it Octoberfest. I hurt by that selfish decision. I was gonna do it Octoberfest, but um, your boy Will got too hurt, and I blacked out. <laughs> like what Tego said, we'll be going to Octoberfest. 
that was two bitches just going from London. Take, take, take off. Yeah, that is wild, bro. Oh man, I'm definitely looking it up. I'm definitely looking it up. But to also go back again, just to the new albums, which project did you hear that either you're most excited about listening to? Or that you won't check for again. Minus Metro. Um, I'm gonna really check out because uh, it's my dude, and I, I was already listening, but I, I'm sorry I had stopped listening to go listen to Metro. But um, Jay Critch. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna really. I know I'm gonna love his joint. You played like a track before we started, and it was fire with Jilo. Yeah, fire. Yeah, Peso. Um, yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Roddy Rich. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's broke. Yeah, it's Roddy. Yeah, cause that every season song is fire. I love that. So I gotta check his joint out. Um, I don't know about Vince Stables yet, cause I just don't know. I'm gonna listen though, cause yeah. Brandon told me he got a few a few joints on there. And he's also getting bigger, so it's kind of like yeah, I love his interviews. It's like I don't have nothing against it. I love his interviews. Yeah. It's just I never like listen to his music or whatever. And truth of the matter is, again, it's like he's getting bigger, so like you gotta check for him. So it's not like where he was, I don't know, like two or three years ago. It's like the dude's becoming a bigger act and could be could be a superstar at any given moment. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta see what's happening with him. But I was really happy with uh, not only Metro's project, but Swiss had a project, Poison. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna check it out. The, the record he has with Nas is tough. Echo? Bro. It is tough. What about the one with Thug? Because I've seen the video, but I never watched it. I think, that's, I think that was called 25 Soldiers. Yeah. I think it was cool. Like, in general, I think 6 out of 10 tracks is not bad. I mean, it's better than half. I liked it. The Echo record is the one for me. But I know my top two just from these these uh, groups of, this group of releases. J. Chris number one, Take Off to and I probably get Metro at three. Yeah, take take off. Um, it wasn't bad. I liked his joint. It was good. Better than Quavo's. Twelve tracks for one, so he wasn't cheating. He wasn't trying to strain. I want to check out um Money Back, yo. I'm not. Cut. I, I I'll say it, bro. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I heard that that uh record that him and J Cole had. Oh, I wanted to hear that because I seen uh, like a little interview. Let me let me text myself. Is this it? Nah, chief. He said that I didn't hear it yet, but I I saw him say like they asked him about it, and he said something like how they asked how he get J Cole on the song because J Cole don't do features, and he was like, yo, I just ran into him in the studio. He was a fan of my music. I'm a fan of his music or whatever. He just he said he stopped by like in his session probably like five minutes after that conversation or whatever, and then um. I guess uh, he was like, yo, play me something. So Money Back, yo, played him something like that he got, but it was more so like a J. Cole type of lane. Like, J. Cole was like, nah, 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 I don't want you to step in my lane. Yeah, I don't want you to step in your world or whatever, play me some other shit. So he was like, he played it and he did the song. I still ain't listen to it, but I mean, from that story, it made me want to go listen to it. I, I just wasn't feeling it. And I, and I guess I got turned off by that record, so it made me. Uh, not really want to check for his project, but I'm gonna I'm check it out just because again he's a dude that's getting bigger. Uh, a lot of people been rocking the money bag, so it's like I gotta check and I gotta see what's up. 
But in general, I'm I'm personally very pleased with the group of releases we had. Yeah, um, I actually didn't see like no like bad bad reviews about like any of those projects. I, I, I did listen to one project. I didn't listen to her's latest EP. Damn it! I love her. I gotta listen to her, man. I didn't either. I gotta listen because that's why there's a lot of new music. But just to switch, or just to switch topics and stuff. Um, if you, if for those that listened to episode fifty-seven last week, you know that myself and Will, along with a good friend of the show Bradley, we had a portion of the show where. We spoke about quite a few things that I actually had a few people tell me that thought was very interesting, like the whole ringtone era with mumble rap, looking at the 90s, Biggie and Pac and Hove, and it was very interesting that we touched on that because quite a few other people, most notably the Joe Budden podcast, they talked about it a lot this past week too, and they talked about it in a way that was a little different than what we did, and we wanted to give our pains on it as well. Yep, and it was just about which era it was harder to make it in. And for us, while we were talking about it last week, we didn't talk about it per se from the view of if we were rappers. So we want to talk about it as if we are rappers. So Wills, which era do you think would be harder to make it in as a MC? Um, I wanna say Era, like I don't, I don't want to say the nineties because like a lot of people in the nineties basically got on like word of mouth type shit. Like if you was nice, like say I was nice and you heard me and you knew like a DJ or whatever, you like yo he's nice or whatever. And the DJ knows somebody, yo I know this dude, blah blah blah, big boom back to the song. Just off of like a few verses, like not even like a song, but somebody can spit for you. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sign it. Or whatever. You are not lying. Um, then I wanna say like the early 2000s, I don't know how to just get on. So I wanna say like that's hard. Then most people finding each other or whatever, networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think networking probably was like a little easier or whatever. Um, I mean, it's easier to have because of the internet and shit. Mm-hmm. But I just know, like, alright, because, like, early 2000, like, 2004, 2005, like, me and my friends, like, I wasn't a rapper, but my friends were rapping. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, basically promoting and selling mixtapes with them, going out, handing out mixtapes. So that was hard because then, especially, beat me from Westchester. So it was like, Breathe nice or whatever. We making mixtapes, bro. Like we selling our mixtapes in the hood, like in our hood, and like making money and all this other stuff. But it's just like, damn, how we gonna get on? Like, who's gonna hear us? Hold on, how many of these kids riding bikes? Yeah, I don't know. My bad, folks. There's like a group of 12, 10, 12 little badass kids riding bikes down the street. Keep going. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, yeah, it was just a random time scene too. Um. So around that time it was kind of hard too, cause like even for us, like it got to the point where we like, damn, like how the fuck we gonna get on 106 in Park, like when we out here like making good music and shit too. TRL. Yeah. I was rapping at basement too. And it was like hard. So basically that was like another reason why, like we kind of stopped. Yeah, we stopped. Yeah, or like we got into like get like some of my friends just got into other things. They still rapped or whatever, but just. 
it was just like niggas ain't know how to get on. But it's just like now we I talk about it now and I'm like, yo, I wish we didn't we would have never stopped or took like that break for like eight, seven years and would have kept going because I feel like if we would have kept going and the way the music industry is shaped now, whatever people get on through the internet, we would have kept building our like fan base or whatever. Like, cause when we got to high school, whatever, we rapped for like our first two years, like freshman and sophomore year, and after that, like we stopped like, putting out music. I feel like we would have had like the whole high school fan base still rocking with us. Like, I mean, Johnny still got a few people from high school rocking with him or whatever, but. I just felt like we would have kept going. It would have been bigger. It would have been bigger. We would've, further down the line. We would have been on or something like that. Because the way it is now, it's, I feel like it's easy. Like, you could get on from your home. Like, you could just be at home right now. Yeah. Recording a song, post it on SoundCloud, Spotify, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you could wake up and the joint had like 50,000 plays. And then labels is DMing you like, oh, yeah. what's up? Like, it's easy. It's so easy. Like that's why like all these rappers are like coming out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Before it was just like west, east, south. Like now, you, I mean, it was big just cities. Yeah, yeah. Now you getting people from like Ohio and shit like that. Not just Ohio. It's like a small town. Yeah. Know? Like, like it's not like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. You know, and like you're trying to come from freaking. Uh, I mean, shout out to uh, the guy who's from Ohio. So I can't even say. You sure? I don't know. He be going back and forth between Columbus and Atlanta. And I don't want you to be ready to get back with his head about that. Remember when he said, bam, bam, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, oh, man, I, I think I think you made a lot of great points. And this was something, too, that I really I really thought a lot about, you know, just thinking about both things. And, and I even uh, thought about my own situation with, like, being a sports writer. Because as a sports writer... You know, somebody that, that runs their own website and you're trying to get into games, you're trying to do all of that. I face a lot of what really musicians go through, even if it's in a different lane. But uh, but with that said, when I really think about which era would be harder to make it in, would be harder to make it in, I, come, I came to the quick conclusion that in all seriousness, I think today is much harder to make it in. Because it's so much. It is so many people, and, and you and you made a great point. And it's not like you think about the '90s or even the '80s, whatever. Back in the day, back in the day, there were so fewer people that were rapping, producing, engineering, all of that. So back then, it was on some yo Will's back in '93s rapping White Plains. You could be recognized as like the only legitimate rapper on like planes, yeah. and you could stand out. Whereas in 2018, there's God knows, and this is not a diss, by the way. I don't want anybody thinking this is a diss, but it's like there's God knows how many rappers, producers, engineers, studios, everybody that's in the game. Yeah. You think about the fact that okay, yeah, today you could in a way kind of put yourself on, but the thing is. Even though you can put yourself on today because you can upload this song or you can upload this podcast, you can upload whatever. Back in the day, that one person that you connected with actually put you on. Yeah. That one person you met with actually knew, uh, like, DJ Mr. C or whoever else and actually gave you the music and they actually checked you out and then you was actually on your way. 
Today, we have that exchange through like email, business cards, links, and it's never a guarantee. And this also comes down to the fact that it's like, yo, there's so many people trying to do what you do in this. And there's so many people in the way that a lot of the places you're trying to get to really restrict access. And that can hold me because that's something I go through with sports writing. Like, because so many people can come up with a website and do all of this stuff, a lot of teams and events gotta be like, we gotta shut down access. We can't just let everybody in. And it's like, well, I get that, but if I'm more legitimate than the next man, I should be let in if it's an opportunity. And when I think back to the back in the day, it's like, all you need is one person. All you needed was one person. That one person helped you out and you got on. I will say this. I think it's easier now to stay on than it was back then. A lot of people got on back then, but was never heard from it ever again. Yeah. So I think of it like that before I pass it back to you. Now you're right. I feel like it's easier to stay on now. Yeah. It's just harder to get there, whereas back then, it's vice versa. It's, it's easier for you to get on, but you won't be able to stay on. Yeah, like, but I would still rather take my chances from back in the day than today because it's simply way too much people and not enough attention from everybody. Yeah, because I think there was a point with Uzi that said one time, like, he won't be here in like three, four years. But it's that was like three years ago. And yeah, like, he's still here. So it was just like, it is easier to stay on, especially like, <clears throat> you don't even got to be putting out music at the time. You can just be doing dumb shit on Instagram, yeah. entertaining your fans. Like, that's all. Social media, like, I don't know, it just changed the game. It changed the game, it gave people another life, but I still think about the fact that it's like, again, it's just so many people are in this game. Yeah. So how can you do that? Because, like, I have a few boys um, that we was, like, rapping, like, day one, like, in high school and all that. Like, back in the day in high school, like, only a few people was even known for, like, Rapping, out yeah. There. It was probably like Molly, uh, Johnny, and them. But he was in a group at that time called Replay. Um, City was a uh, he been rapping like forever. Uh, shorts, old. nah, just old. Shorts, short. I mean, shorts started like like ten years ago, but never like really like put himself out there. Oh, I remember like oh eight, like he started like right around or whatever. He was just like spitting the shit for me, but he never would like put. He never really put himself out there to probably like a like three, four, like five years. Like, I don't know, like around the time like when he was about to come out with Long Story Short one, okay, or whatever. Like right before that, probably like a year before that is when he started introducing like wow, so these three, four years. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, all these guys. Yeah, it is or whatever. Um, but yeah, but that's like a lot of people wasn't rapping like now but they are now i mean they wasn't rapping back then but they are now yeah and like sometimes we be saying that like damn where all these rappers come from and white planes or whatever like i remember no disrespect and shout out to uh btv when he was on yeah. the show but i even told him when he was on the show i remember like people were like oh you heard this dude btv from white planes but like nah never like i'm like i don't know if i'm just like too old or whatever yeah. i'm like but nah i never heard like i never heard of him but i'm just like like I don't know. Every every month I'm hearing about a new rapper from White Plains or Westchester or something. So I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy out here, dude. It's just I don't know. It, it, it's just a lot to think about when trying to weigh both sides. 
in regards to back then and now. Because it's easy to look at now and be like, oh, it's way much easier. But it's like, folks are not understanding the amount of competition that's in the way, the, the, the gatekeepers, the people. And let's also say this too. There's a lot of people out here that aren't willing to put other people on and to give a helping hand. Yeah, there's people like that. There's a lot of people though. A lot. There's a lot of people that I'll even say on this podcast that one of you guys out there could be watching this, could have could been hearing about us, that could have, hey, even through our early journey, could have helped us out a bit more. Yeah. Give this link, reference us to somebody, and they haven't. Like a lot of people would just watch and see and even take from you, but not give a helping hand, yo. And that's effed up to me, man. That's really effed up. That's really messed up, dude. People are like that. That's why I try to help people out. And that's why I'm happy we got what we have, regardless of the platform. Because, yo, even if you're an artist out there that we may have helped that for the most part on average has a few thousand followers and you've been building up, at the end of the day, guess what we doing that some other folks or most other folks haven't done? We've actually shared your stuff. Yeah. We've like, shown, we've shown, we show love. That's what we've done. I always show love, and everybody knows I've been that person to always show love to everybody. Real genuine love. Like even before the podcast, I was doing that, like showing love to people. Like I would just find out about them if their music is dope, and sharing it or whatever. Like oh, this, this he's dope. Like I still like I found some artists I don't even know. I think he's like from the city or something. But his song came on on SoundCloud and it was just fire to me. So I um, <clears throat> found his Instagram. Dude had less followers than me or whatever. So I'm like, oh, he, he's a high. So I went and found a song that he posted. He posted on the ground. So I went and just kind of with fire emojis or whatever. He wrote me back, like, oh, good looks, bro. Follow me. Follow him back. I'll be checking out for his music sometimes. I'll probably share it, post it in my story or whatever. And that's just genuine love. I don't even know this dude or whatever. I just like his music. And I've always been that type of person to do that. But I'm not going to front. There was a point where I was kind of changing. Where like people were trying to get me to listen to their music and I was getting a little Hollywood and I was <laughs> like, uh... It was like around the time when I first started Small Circle and it's just like, it's a small circle. For a reason. For a reason. Ah! It's full small circle for a reason. Like, Foreshadowing? Like, people be like, oh, can you be like, oh, I'm like, ah, shit. I'm like, nah, even with the Fargo Friday thing, like, people, I, that's when I started getting a little Hollywood because people was like, oh, can I get a Fargo Friday? Like, I dare tell somebody, like, I'll listen to this drink, I'll be like, yo, um, no. not <laughs> run, but uh, you might got, you got to step it up a little bit, like, you got to come harder. I'm like, it's not bad, but like, I need something better if you want to, like, mess with me because I'm not putting out, like, trash if you want to mess with me and i'm not putting out <laughs> just because like i know you and we're cool like it don't work like that i take like this music shit serious i take this my life this my life this is my livelihood so yes. back then you probably wouldn't even say anything. you might mess around slip that yo i got a door to me i'm trying to i got faces i got a mouse to feed me <laughs> that's yes. a hard line yo i'm gonna have to start saying that man i ain't got a kid <laughs> Yeah, I just sit my forehead off. Randy Orton would say that. Talking to Team Z. 
he gives it back to me the energy. So. Yeah. But um, they asked him about like the whole Saudi Arabia thing mm-hmm. and how um, certain dudes didn't want to go over there. He said, man, I got five kids. I got mouths to feed. If they want me in Saudi, I'm in Saudi. I need that money. I need that Saudi money. <laughs> <laughs> I need that Saudi money. Bloody and all. But oh yeah, before we go, we said at the beginning of the show, we gotta talk wrestling because man, I gotta say, man. <laughs> Yo, Triple H, man. Triple H, still gotta stop playing with my dude. Sit down, bro. <laughs> yeah. Undertaker, man. Look, Kane, first of all, bro, go back to being the mayor. Yeah. Okay, you a real life mayor, bro. Yeah. Kane. Salute. Kane has to chill. You gotta chill with your tape. I'm watching again, folks. Make sure you follow what the wrestling, what period, the period wrestling. Is that enough period or no? No. Just right. So make sure you follow them. You boys are closing in on 20K, by the way. Yeah, we're trying to get that. I wanted, hey! I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the 20K before we um, hit a full year, but I don't think it's going to happen. 20K! So you already know what I got to say. We hit 18K yesterday. Give me your best promo, though. I'm going to give you a. Is it, but you got to give me your best promo for that 20K. Oh, when I get the 20K, yeah. or I'll do it right now? You do it right now. What, what's your promo going to be? It's going to be. You're right. <coughs> I'm not just a fan, folks. I'm a fan. Okay. 20K! Yeah. 20K! CM Punk! CM Punk! 20K! CM Punk! CM Punk! Man, we got 20K with a 10 in my eye. CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! 20K, brother. <laughs> yo, what was yo? I was so not excited about seeing Hulk Hogan at Crown Jewel, bro. I met, I, um, I didn't tune in. I, I literally forgot that it was on, and then I saw Hulk Hogan trending. Yeah. And then I didn't see a picture of him like. I didn't watch the show, honestly. I mean, I watched. I'm not, I, I Who watched it? Steve or Johnny did? Johnny. Johnny, Johnny did it. Shout out to Johnny for posting. Um, because that, that, was, that was that was um. Those are working hours, but that yeah no he was all, he was he called off that day and we all had to work so we was like yo how are we gonna do this if we all work supposedly like Johnny I got all my family doing this so it all worked out and he was off so we like yo <laughs> <You're feeling good. laughs> so we like yo you gotta take over and it was crazy because Johnny he posted on the page but he's more so like a he posts news or like like throwback stuff sometimes or whatever. Johnny never covered an event. Me and City always covered events like Monday, like I mean like Raw, SmackDown, yeah. Sometimes NXT or whatever. Every like that's like me and City, we covered events like pay-per-views or whatever. Yeah. We do that. Johnny never covered like a live event, so he doesn't know what it feels like to like try to post and yeah. watch and post and watch. I don't so, want to stitch on you, so don't don't tell yourself if if you're not supposed to tell it. But like do you like screen record on your iPhone? Yeah. Alright, I, I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want people to be nah, recording you. Nah, bro, we, we show love. We show love. Um, we get recorded all the time. Uh, I mean, WWE, WWE flags us all the time, bro. Like, they've been on our back now. Like, they're flagging shit from, like, WrestleMania last year. Like, we're getting flagged for, like, Roy Rumble, like last year, we just now starting to get flagged. I mean, we've been getting flagged. Like, when we do a lot of events, they'll flag us. Like, Evolution, they flagged half of our like posts like we didn't we couldn't even like yeah probably like 10 of our posts for evolution they flagged we just type like we had to go back the next day and just repost something just because like they were good posts 
But um, yeah, we screen record like yo, bro. We get so many messages like on that page, like people hit us up all the time. Like people be stealing from us. Like we press people, like yo, give us our credit just because we don't tag. Like we used to tag with the wrestling, but it's kind of hard to make a tag while you're covering a lot of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, and like, it's only so. I'm not even using sarcastic. There's only so many hashtags. Yeah, that you can put under a post. So yeah, just to be relevant. Like so seriously, it's like crazy, bro. But um. Yeah, I forgot where I was going. Oh, yeah, about the screen recording. Like, people hit us up and be like, yo, how do you cover, like, live events? And we put them on the game. Like, we show love. Just like how I show love in music, we show love with the yeah. whole wrestling page. We hit people up. Like, somebody hit us up and was like, yo, do you mind if we use your um, if we use your videos or whatever? We was like, yeah, just give us our credit. Because this same person was using our videos and our captions. Oh, wasn't wow. giving us credit. So we're like, yo, just give us our credit or whatever. Um, he got the job. People will be like, yo, how, how do you how do you cover a lot of it? How do you get them on so fast? And we're like, yo, we're watching on our TV and we're watching our phone and we just screen record on our phone or whatever, and we just post it. Then with the whole thing with the phone, it sometimes it'd be like a little like 20 seconds late or whatever. Or like I could be watching, like I have the USA Network app, so that's how I do it. And I could pause it and it'll stay paused or whatever for like a whole minute. So then I'll be like a whole minute, two minutes behind. So I could record it and I could see what's coming up to know what I want to get or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, that's that's lit. I got that, that part. That was a heck of a system. Bro, it's that. crazy, bro. Like, um, I think you called me like Monday or Tuesday this week. Oh, yeah. you called me while I was recording. That's why I couldn't pick up the phone and I forgot to call you back. I was My ass. I was so into posting, so I forgot to call you back. But like when you called, it's like, damn, I can't even pick up when I, cause I'm like, what if I miss something on the show and I need to record it? So like during like Raw and SmackDown, like nobody can like talk to me or like text me. Like people can text me or whatever, but like you can't call my phone. I can't FaceTime or nothing. Like my baby mom kind of gets mad because like sometimes my daughter wants to call me or whatever. I mean, some, sometimes I don't give a fuck. I'll hit City and be like, yo, you got to take over. I got to FaceTime my daughter or whatever. Like, and I'll just do that. But she knows, like, oh yeah, Monday and Tuesday, he's probably on, he's doing his wrestling page or whatever. So, yeah, bro, it's a process. It's a lot of work. It's, a, it's, it's work, bro. It's work. I'm, I am, I'm invested in you guys from the standpoint of <laughs> you guys are in my world in sports. <laughs> so I, I need y'all, man. To, you know what I want for y'all to do next year, man? I want. Let me see how many things I can think of. Cause we, cause I had to go back to Washington. Triple H and Undertaker. Uh, I want you guys to do, in 2019, I want you guys to do more lives yeah. with the fans. And I want you guys to have your own merch. Yeah, no. And I want you guys to start popping up and going to wrestling yeah. events as a group. Yeah, no. That's what that we, would be hot. That's what we talked about. I mean, we're definitely, I mean, I hope we all go, but I know, like, WrestleMania, since it's going to be out here. Oh, I'm in there. Definitely in there. But um, I hope we could go as a group. The merch thing, we're kind of, I guess we're all too busy or whatever, like working and stuff, but that was like the plan once we hit 10K, even before we got to 10K. Once we had like 5,000 followers, we were like, yo, when we hit 10K, we're gonna start making merch or whatever. We hit 10K and we had the whole conversation about it or whatever. So that's one, that's gonna come, like the whole merch thing. Oh, Especially so. because like now, we could put the whole link in our story now, like that was a whole big thing, like we was gassed over. So, I mean, it's coming. I'm kind of, I'm happy that when people be like, yo, what, what you got going on? I'm like, I mean, it kind of sounds geekish, but like, <laughs> I've been running the wrestling page and 
and it's been like less than a year. I'm already like at eighteen k or whatever. So I don't know. I'm like that's what I got going on right now. And it's good. Like I like it. It's dope. Like I love seeing the people like arguing. And arguing. Yeah, that'd be funny as hell. So I, I check the page a lot. So I literally just go and just to read the comments. Yeah, sometimes it'd be so funny or whatever. Like I guess some people don't know we're black. So like the other day I posted a. Um, I posted the pic of like all the black female um, wrestlers or whatever. They took a picture of Evolution. It was like Sasha Banks, Alicia mm-hmm. Fox, Amber Moon, um, and uh, Naomi. And they took a picture or whatever. And I posted it on our page, and I'm like, "Yo, I love this." Somebody commented like, "What do you love? Like, why do you love this or whatever?" So, but before <laughs> we could answer, like another person responded and was like, "They're the only African American um, females on the roster right now." Or Blah blah. I was just like, yeah, we're black. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but like, we're yeah, black. Like, Wait, you guys are black? Yeah, we're unfollowed. Unfollowed. That's like, like, John, like Johnny's big on like the whole emojis. Like when we use like mm-hmm. finger emojis, he always wants us to like use the um, default yellow hand. He's like, don't use no skin color. Like if you see us post something, we never use like a brown because yeah. nothing. Because like some people don't know we're black. Like, what about Black History Month? Oh, Black History Month. Oh, that would be a perfect event. Try. <laughs> I, I hate the I hate the creepy dudes that think we're girls. Like there be dudes like when we post like females in our story or whatever, people be writing us and be like, "Horn, horn, horny! You're so sexy! Oh, big tits! I love this! Horn, horn, horny! I be mean, wanting to write back. I'm like, you do know where I fucking got like free, free, freaky! Free, free, freaky! All right." But yeah, man, Triple H and Undertaker, they gotta go, bro. I don't know what Undertaker did. Hold up, bro, go to your page. Undertaker, Triple H and Undertaker were engaged in a whiplash by a barricade. <laughs> and it was like the most random thing, yo. Why was it at least four times during the match? They just like gave up mid-move. You see it, right? Yeah. And then like... Mid-move, they gave up. I think we got that. No, y'all guys had that. Hold on, let me see. You guys had that. I watched it on your page. There's not another wrestling page I watched. I mean, that's serious. There is, it was a whiplash, y'all. There was a whiplash, and it's like, yo, they gave up on the move. <laughs> it was just funny, B. Like, it was just like, on some, ooh. Oh. Yeah, nah, they was looking mad at in that match. Triple H got injured, though. Like, I know. Like, going through the table. He might miss, he yeah. might miss WrestleMania. Yeah, he, he, like, tore up or something. I still can't believe Shawn Michaels like that. Oh, that's surgery. Yes, like, so, yeah. Shawn Michaels really had like, Baldy though? There was some unknown dude like in NWO called Horace Hogan. I don't yeah. Know him. But um, he was like a bald, random dude that was just in NWO, like a Mick Carter. Yeah. And um, people were saying like Shawn Michaels was like Horace Hogan. Alright, they got to relax. <laughs> don't disrespect Shawn but yeah, they looked washed. Um, I'm happy I didn't watch the event. Yeah, I didn't. I, um, you was right. I saw in your comments about the Universal Championship. That's all. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's like we're not even going to see it. Like, what was the point? And one of my boys, who's a big wrestling fan, he's a big wrestling writer. Like, he writes for or wrote for Bleach Report. He goes all over the place, sees the match, yada, yada. Long story short, he was saying how, like, being that Braun Strowman has already been, and he listed like each opportunity, like Braun Strowman was actually into like win the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. He was like, being that Braun Strowman has already been in these positions and they haven't given him the strap yet, 
he was like, it's similar to what they've done with Simone Joe. And and pretty much he was like, don't expect either of them to win the title. You want to go? He said it makes he said it makes little to no sense at this point. He's like they killed it. Yeah, they killed it because this is what they did with. This is why Roman Reigns got booed. Like a lot of people don't really bring it back to when the Shield first broke up. And best of luck to Roman Reigns, yeah, by the way. Please, please man, too. please get well. We need you, Roman. Facts. Um, but when the Shield broke up, Roman Reigns was supposed to be that guy. Yeah. They were gonna push him like to win the title. But he went into like a whole bunch of stupid ass feuds, like with Big Show, and Big Show was just like squashing him, like yeah. making it like he was looking strong, but then also making him look bad. And he just got to the point where it's like, when are you gonna put the belt on Roman? Like people wanted Roman to win the belt, and it just they kept squashing him and burying him and burying him. And then when they wanted to push him, nobody cared, and everybody was started booming it because it's like now you're forcing it on us because now we don't even want that, like. We got all these, we got AJ Styles, we got Kevin Owens, yeah. Seth Rollins, like, you, you got all these other people that's like lit, now we want them as champions, we, we wanted Roman as a champion, y'all didn't give it to us, yeah, it and now you're like forcing it down our throat, and it's just like, whack, and it's like, that's why he was getting booed, and I felt like they're doing the same thing with Braun Strowman, like, he had the money in the bank and just randomly gave it up, like, that's, that's like burying the money in the bank thing, like, what was the point of that, like, and then now he's not even like, I don't know, like he should have got the belt, bro. It is it is barren without John Cena. See what happens, man, when you don't take advantage of when your top guys are all there, man. WWE's about to go on the job before we wrap this up. WWE's about to go on the job, bro. Real talk, man. They're not they're not gonna have a legit top guy for quite some time, dog. It's a wrap. You, Cena was the best one they had in, in a while, then Rock. Austin, Triple H, and all that. It's gonna be a long time before they ever have that again. Yeah. I mean, it is a wrap for a top guy. They could use AJ Styles, but then it's like they don't use him how he's supposed to. Use. He's nice, but I don't think because he's like promo wise. Yeah, promo wise, and it's also like we've seen him for so long now with the belt, or what feels like so long now. Yeah, it's about to be a year. He had- yeah. There's fans waiting for him to drop the belt just so they can get reinvested. And I'm seeing a, 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 a growing number of fans fall out of favor of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no, I've seen that too. And I see that it feels like WWE is pulling the plug, like a push on it. Yeah. Like, I seem like they don't really, like, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that and what is it? WWE just has a lane where they don't really know how to capitalize and really, like, push longevity with their acts. You have this happen with Daniel Bryan. You have this happen with AJ Styles. You have this happen with a whole bunch of dudes. It's going to be like that with the Miz, too. There's only so much the Miz can do in that mic, B. Yeah. Only Miz so is, much. Miz is great on the mic. But it's only so much because these cats are getting older, B. Yeah, I know. 30s and 40s. John Cena is still cut. Of course, but see, my man Cena's a China right now, bro. His hair, living his best life, man, making movies. He's done for. He is done for. But yeah, man, that's the his merch didn't even sell out. He was the only the only person his merch didn't sell out at the Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Everybody's merch sold out. There's like the only box they had to pack up was John Cena, and there's like a picture, and you mm-hmm. see like the the merch stand. Mm-hmm. You see all everything is gone, and you just see one box of like mad John Cena merch. And rightfully so, rightfully so at this point, man. Rightfully so, and I think that's a great thing for them. You know, so then, so whoever doesn't use that excuse, you know, we don't need that. 
Well, look, guys, that is episode 58 of Foresight being recorded on November 3rd, 2018. Great talk as usual with my broski. Anything else on the agenda, Wills, that we missed out on? Anything you want to let the people know, man? Any piece of advice, any good quotes? What is it? Uh, shit, man. Just work hard and keep grinding. Everybody out here grinding, just grind. Right, oh, uh, work. Uh, shout out to my boy uh, JB. We be talking like in the DMs. He like motivated me. I think like last week he posted something in the story. And I was like, yeah, I needed that. And it, was, it was cool. But yeah, man, everybody just keep working, keep grinding. But whatever, stay positive, good vibes. Live your best life out here while you can, while we young. Wise words from the DC man back when I was trying to put a ring on Alicia's hand. Mm. This for how boy got <laughs> But yeah, man, make sure you give us an honest review. Listen, subscribe, follow us on Instagram and iTunes at Forest Pod. Free the boys up top, free the boys down low. You already know how this goes, man. You already know how we rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. We'll see you guys next week.